And we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja, well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Crack this camera just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, usually I'm in my car, but my car is in the shop, so I'm doing it from my house. But, uh, you know, I made a, a another video uh, a little earlier today, and I and I had left by basically saying, uh, um, I'm going to go right now, and I love being creative. Here's the thing. <laughs> I love being creative. But it's not just with anything. It's like specifically, you notice how I didn't, if this is video and you're watching me, I don't like to scratch my, uh, my face and my hands because my hands are always dirty. That's just what I tell myself. But anyway, anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, I love being creative, but not just for anything. I like arts and crafts and stuff. I care less about that, but creative about the things that I'm passionate about, meaning comedy and jujitsu, creative movements, creative jokes, getting deep, deep thought. Okay. And coming up with exploring new, unique perspectives and ideas about stuff that I believe in. And uh, not just that, that are um, uh, funny and entertaining and interesting and, and all the above. Um, I just got done writing for probably like, maybe like two hours. And I, I there's just something about, you know, a lot of times when I'm like going through like the creative flow process and whatnot, I'll be on my bicycle um, and I got a really great bike. But anyway, uh, I got a really, really nice uh, bicycle and I'll ride around my community and I'll just be having like an idea or a concept or something like that. When I see somebody, I'll approach them and I'll say very politely, hey, excuse me, I'm a comedian. I got I got a concept and an idea. Would you mind if I just share it with you, see if it makes you laugh? And uh, I always got a pressure test, as I always have said before, to make sure that something is not just funny to me, but funny to others. Um, and I got all these new exciting ideas and I called up a few friends and I was Here's the thing. If I ever have an idea that um, that's like a joke, a funny premise, almost always I'm not actually going to directly tell you uh, that it's a joke because I don't want you to necessarily have your expectations set up. And this way, they're so high, no matter what I say, you might not react to it naturally. Maybe, maybe not. So I, I'm pretty seamless in the transition of bringing it up. But anyway, I was just going to say that um, I feel like I've been kind of unbalanced lately in a weird uh, unbalanced state. And, um, now that I got my creative juices flowing and I'm writing, um, man, I'm telling you, there is nothing better than the feeling of, of creating something, not just creating an idea from my ideas, putting it on paper. Technically it's a laptop, uh, Microsoft Word, but regardless, and, um, bringing that idea from my thoughts to reality, and then having something that started as an idea ends up on my laptop and then carries through to somebody else, gives them an emotional impact to laugh uh, or whatever action I'm going for to set up the next emotion. It's amazing. It is the coolest thing of bringing something that is non-existent into existence. I love it. Um, and on the flip side of that, as far as jujitsu goes, I'm always thinking of like new creative, different movements and ideas and stuff. Um, I have like a, basically like a 200 pound dummy that, um, I drill on and it is one of the best things because I can always just work on new different ideas and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, excuse me, buddy, excuse me. Anyway. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so great. And, um, there's just something about me that not just loves, but needs to, it's part of who I am. And I always need to create, um, and it's just, it gives me a certain dimension of being able to meditate and relax by doing like an active 
uh, exercise of something that is meaningful to me that I'm passionate about. Again, being comedy and jujitsu. Um, you know, part of this channel is so you can always get to know me a little bit better. And I always, I always try, I try to keep it around five, 10 minutes because people got busy lives. I'm not a famous celebrity or nothing like that. Um, but I'm always building my, excuse me, buddy. I'm always building my audience and, um, uh, you know, I don't really want fans. I want friends. I would love for one day this channel to grow into something to where people can see me and, uh, we could have, uh, you know, a meal together, hang out or whatever the case is. Cause more than likely, if you'd like me up until this point, we would probably be friends in real life. It wouldn't make a lot of sense if you constantly listen to me, uh, uh, or periodically or however often that may be the case. Um, and you completely disagree with me or my philosophies or point of views and stuff like that. But what's great is I continue to build my base, um, and, uh, continue to do comedy and meeting people and everything. It really is all about, uh, relationships. And that's a reality. That's a reality I'm also starting to learn more and more, which is it is about relationships. Um, so instead of working for 99% of the people in a room, I'm really going to try to get 100%. I really am going to try to have everything. If there's a better way to say something perfect, saying it perfectly, um, to where there's no wiggle room that it could offend somebody. Now, even then, somebody might be offended. That's not ever my point. But I know sometimes there is a butt of a joke in some of my um, uh, some of my comedies. So I'm actually kind of like, for now at least, playing the game as far as being a hundred percent crowd pleaser, which is what I would always want in general. But it's just a little bit less um, open as far as the free speech market goes, and I'm okay with that. That's the rule. That's fine. I'm just going to keep on uh, grinding and, and doing my damn thing. So. Um, with that being mentioned, I think I'm going to do something different. And if you've listened up to this point, at the very end of this, I'm actually going to release my last set of comedy that I had videotaping of. I was at a uh, uh, an improv in Arlington, Texas. Um, I was actually going to use this video footage, if you watch the video, and uh, or the audio if you're just listening to it, to submit myself to multiple um, uh, um, comedy festivals and, um, showcases and opportunities nationally and internationally to get more shows. And the cool thing is I was actually booked with this very footage and video, uh, that you're going to hear, see, watch, however you, uh, uh, you do it. Um, and then, uh, it was the end of 2020 around Christmas when it happened and, uh, then Corona happened. So they all got canceled. And, uh, and you know what? In all honesty, I told somebody the other day, Despite everything that happened in general, with all those opportunities going bye-bye, <laughs> um, ever since Corona happened, I think that was one of the biggest blessings that I've ever had. And here's what I mean by that. You know, when Corona happened, I went um, I went from doing open mics and, and stuff like that and trying to get on as many showcases as I could um, to just being a grinder, and, uh, which is what and who I already am in general. Uh, as far as my work ethic goes, but I went from doing open mics to going to bus stations. And the reason why is because I can go to a bus station instead of an open mic or a club. I, there's no sign up list. I don't have to wait till nine o'clock at night to get on stage. Um, there's always people. I can do 10, 15, five, however many minutes. And after 10 minutes or something like that, I get a new shipment of people. I don't have to leave. And by five in the afternoon, I could have been working on new material actively in person for an hour that would probably, I get more done in one day than I did before in one week, just by going to bus stops. 
or the mall. You know, you got those people sitting in those little massage chairs will come by. And if and if it's OK with them, then I'll work on some material. One minute, two minutes, checkout lines. I'm telling you, I use this whole uh, this whole world as my stage. Um, so, yeah, it really has made me a lot better. And um, through a lot of different experiences, uh, even most recently, uh, I have only I'm not saying this in a boisterous way. I'm just saying it like in a uh, a truthful way. I truly have become a much better writer and um, I'm taking my thoughts even deeper to have a more uh, just better and more unique perspective and spin of things so people can see the way I think and I interpret information uh, with the goal being of them to laugh at the end of it. You know what I mean? So um, I'm really thankful because of what I managed to make out of that um, shitty, shitty, horrible and in a lot of states still ongoing situation. Um and, uh, you know, I'm not optimistic. I don't, I don't try to find the positive in a negative situation. Um, but I work for it. I feel like optimism is something that you say or do. Um, and this is just my opinion, uh, without work behind it, like, oh, it'll be better. Really? Well, you have to make it better. And that's for everything in life. Um, situation isn't good. Then you make it better. Things aren't going to get better just by themselves. You have to make it better. And, uh, that's a big philosophy that I, um, I, I live by and, um, uh, yeah. So I, I made the best out of that situation key made, I made the best out of that situation and I'm extremely thankful for it because it put me in situations and in a, a frame of, of not a frame, but like a, like a way of thinking that, um, I can only honestly say that I, 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 I'm here now and I'm able to um, uh, have the level of of creativity and ideas and storytelling and everything else and my jokes being so much better than they were before as a result of me um, being in this corona era uh, and cancel culture era and um, res- restricted, censored free speech era. Um, now, I'm already hitting around 10 minutes, so and I told you I'd, I'd um, uh, let out some of my comedy, so... Um, this is just a five minute set from the Arlington Improv. This is the last set that I said. Um, and, uh, the stuff that I'm saying now is so much better. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's the sense in having a comedy podcast slash YouTube show if I don't release, um, on occasion some of my material? So without further ado, I'm Benji. Well done. Hope it make you laugh and check me out. Peace. All right, so we just get this out real quick, all right? You know what you guys are thinking right off the bat, especially you, ma'am. You're thinking white guy, big dick. So let me tell you something you don't know about me. I uh, recently started an Instagram account, YouTube channel called Benja Well Done Comedy to advertise my comedy. When I first started doing I wanted a short way for people to remember that title. So on all my uploads, I started doing hashtag and letters BWC. Well, little did I know, apparent letters of BWC are widely used in the gay community when you're trying to find some big white cock. <laughs> Somebody thinks this is funny. So, for the last six months now, I've been getting a constant stream of white dick pics. 
plus an occasional brown one that says, black dicks matter. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of Fifty Shades of Grey? How about Fifty Shades of Dick? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Ugh. You know, guys, at this point, it literally feels like I'm being terrorized by like a really, really gay Al-Qaeda network. <laughs> Because every time I get a text, I swipe up my phone, and it's a dick. <laughs> and other news, I recently moved here from Washington, D.C. I gotta tell you, I love Texas, it's great. You guys have no idea, though, for real, how hard it was for me to be living in D.C. while looking like a Russian? <sighs> come on, son, people used to come up to me all the time to be like, hey, man, you Russian. <laughs> fucked up part is I actually went to college in Russia. So I'd always mess with people that ask me and I'd go, no, I am not the Russian. I am from Connecticut. I remember looking so Russian, even when I was going to college in Russia, anytime I ever spoke English, people just freak out and some Russian guy would be like, hey dude, your fucking English is unreal. Crazy, dude. You know, I had a pretty neat dating life back in the day before I was married. You know, when I was gay, big living in DC, I got like a horrible, uncurable disease. You guys familiar with the uh, jungle fever? Yeah, yeah. So prior to that, I used to date a girl in a wheelchair for a little while. And in that time, I learned a very valuable lesson. If someone in a wheelchair ever gets insulted, the best thing you should say is nothing. Let them stand up for themselves. <laughs> it's true, nobody wants to be pitied. You know the best thing about dating girl with a handicap is, in all seriousness, anybody? Parking. That's right, great parking. <laughs> What's the shit? I felt like I was VIP, or employee of the month, everywhere we go. I just pulled up a restaurant without my lady. <laughs> We'd have a lovely evening together, but she wasn't the one that came later. You know, my wife and I, we've married over five years now, and in that time I've learned something. Getting a car and getting a wife, bro, it's like the exact same thing. I mean, think about it. You're always putting money in it. You're never getting money back. And almost always, you get them both used. <laughs> Relax. It counts for the guys, too. I'm just not gay. That's why I gotta say wife, what do you think gay guys get other gay guys do every time? Is that it? Somebody's gotta be a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll never forget when I learned my wife's nickname. We were walking along crowded streets of DC at night, streets were packed. And I said, hey girl, what's like a cool nickname that I can call you? She says, well, I'm from Brazil and very light-skinned, so the way you say light-skinned girl in Portuguese is Naginha. I said, Naginha, that's beautiful, but is there a short way I can say it? She said, oh, uh, yeah, maybe I should just spell it out for you. <laughs> then she goes, N-E-G-A, and I said, okay, so Nig, uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, really, two black guys are up and we're like, go ahead and say it. <laughs> Now go ahead, say it, see what happens. I'll give you my bank pen, go ahead, say it right now. Say it like, hey, three times like I'm a genie, see what happens. So uh, I call her Cupcake. You know what I'm saying? Shit's crazy like that. So that's it, that's your preview. That's just me doing a old, uh, it was actually about 10 minutes, um, but that's, I ended it for video submission purposes, the five minute mark, which is the reason why it's just, 
trails off at the end. So hope you liked it. Keep watching. Keep listening. I'm Benji. Well done. Check me out. Peace.